we talking uh, about? Tankies versus... Uh, no, we're stop, stop we... introducing new topics. Uh, okay. That's next episode. We're doing the intro. We're talking about... Okay, okay. Here, I'll do the intro. What's up, everybody? What's going on, guys? Welcome to the 30-year-old Boomer cast. Episode number four, baby. Where the fuck what? did you get oh, that? Get Wait, hey, no, fine. Like I'm it. Danny. I'm Danny. I'm here with my great friend, Grayson. <laughs> I know where this is going. And also, we've got Rob over over here. Oh, come on. Come on. And of course, last but not least, Daniel J. Heiser. Hell yeah. Well, that's not... Well, do we have a soundboard now? Today, we're going to be talking about a very important topic to all of us. It's going to be movies. Watching them at home versus in the theater. So, <laughs> you're just gonna you're just gonna go with this, huh? So, guys, uh, anyone have any topic? There's, any any points you want to bring up? Do about this? I don't know. I like. I I, I think we need to address the soundboard <laughs> before we what? go on. Like, what? I like it. What soundboard? Like, you mean the the live studio audience? This is, I mean, we're filming studio. this in front of a live studio audience. I don't know what soundboard. They've all gotten their about. vaccine. It's okay. You know, it's fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you for out, guys. Of course, uh, but for real, topics at hand today. Very, very timely. Um, everything's everything's opening up. You know, yeah. you got choices between whether you go outside or whether you choose to not go outside anymore. Got people getting vaccinated. Got uh, people. Mask I mandates mean, being lifted. So I mean, things are things are looking up. There's for us gonna be and for you relatively, yeah. It's gonna be four whole theaters left after all this that you can go to. Uh, I say in the whole country. keep them closed. Well, <laughs> you might have to drive a few hours to go to the the one of four theaters left, uh, but that might be worth it. You know, there's gonna be like underground theaters that people run out of their garages. <laughs> That yeah, that doesn't count. That would be a better experience. So we're talking, we're talk, we're gonna be talking some shop here. There's some technical, uh-huh. you know, aspects to this. As and to we why... have a resident, resident expert, <laughs> who who is currently employed as a projectionist at the oh 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 wait. no <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Yeah, I was a projectionist at Arclight Hollywood and the Cinerama Dome, but not anymore. So I can talk was, as much shit as I want. It was Where's really the... nice of Ryan Johnson to let you know that you didn't <laughs> yeah. have a job anymore. Honestly, We can talk about how uh, movie theaters will often uh, choose to not fix their own machinery uh, to save money and give you a poorer product and hope you don't notice. We can talk about that. Oh. That's one of my favorite topics. Yeah. Let's oh, get the, sorry. Nitty gritty. We forgot to order bulbs. Yeah, I know that one's flickering, but can it wait till Tuesday? That's when the bulbs come in. That kind of stuff. All, All right. right. So, who who's on which side here? Who's who's? Okay, uh, you're not really. Let's go. You're not really casting one. this in an objective manner. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Like, okay. I'm not a fucking. You know, I'm not a, the moderator here. I'm just like. Because I'm on team, you know, watch at home. So I guess you could consider that my preamble. Yeah. Um, same. I like, unless I'm seeing it, seeing whatever film, um, 
I, like I went to ArcLight one time and had a really good experience. I, I feel like ArcLight might attract like a different kind of person. Um, but it was very, it was a good experience. Everyone was very courteous. There wasn't any, any hollering or, <laughs> or clapping or shouting. Oh, uh, people do that everyone... at the ArcLight now. Okay. Yeah, they well, did, I guess. Um, but like there, there needs to be some sort of like, for me to want to go to a theater, there needs to be some sort of etiquette. Yeah. And, and that doesn't exist in like 90%, 100%. Somewhere, not for, not for Americans. So, so fuck them, shut them all down. Well, we gotta. I think if we're gonna actually tr actually try to have this debate, we, we're gonna have to come up with some ground rules and some context. Oh, no. like is this is this like if you're on team movie theater, you can't see a movie for the rest of your life without paying fifteen twenty dollars, because then I don't think anyone's gonna be on team movie theater. No, uh, well, no, I, I think it's like for let's say there's a specific movie you want to watch. Would you rather watch it in a movie theater or at home if you had the choice of one or the other? Not like one gates off the other forever kind of thing, but just like, oh, this movie came out in theaters and at home at the same time. Which way do I want to watch it? All right. And then that. OK, that's that's pushing me a little bit more towards team theater. But, um, you know, when we came yeah. up with this idea just a couple days ago, but when we came up with this idea, um, like all of all of my premise was based on like the arc lights, a pretty good experience. So I would want to go to the arc light for a lot <laughs> of movies. Yeah. So I don't know what I'm supposed to do now. Yeah, because well, I mean, there's definitely a huge difference in like what theater you go to. Um, yeah. Jeez, I, I mean, there's some, like, AMC, I've heard horror stories where they, like, they won't even adjust the size of the screen to fit the aspect ratio. They'll just, like, leave it all the way open all the time, no matter what's playing, just out of laziness or just a lack of hardware, mm. I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's a tough thing because it's, like, obviously there's, like, an ideal version of both and there's, like, a shitty version of both. There's, like... You know, there's a big difference between watching like Star Wars on VHS at your house versus like watching the 4K Blu-ray and like you have like a good sound system. And then with a movie theater, there's a big difference between, you know, watching a movie where no one fucking talks or texts the whole time and the sound and the picture's great versus, you know, seeing a fucking Marvel movie and the hyenas are fucking howling the whole time and people are texting in your face and the fucking picture I, I would, doesn't even line up on the screen. I would go as far as to say if if my only two choices were like the worst possible setup, so just like watching alone at a computer at my computer desk with my headphones on, I would prefer that over like our local movie theater in Santa Clarita. Like I would never I would just stay home and watch a movie on release if I could do that over going to that movie theater. Yeah, but also even just in in town there, not too far from you, they are opening that the uh, Lemley. Yeah, it just opened. So, did it is it like formally opened? Can you see a movie? Yeah, my dad won't stop talking about it. He's like he it's weird. I I think he forgets that I live in Los Angeles cuz he's like, "Son, 
they open the Lemleys. You got to see it. Like, you got to see it to believe it. It's an art house theater. It's in, it's like, you know, I worked at Arclight, right? And that, like, I've been to a Lemley, like, in Los Angeles, like, years ago. Like, this is nothing new to me, Dad. I don't live in Santa Clarita anymore. It's like, you got to go to the Lemley. They're playing Nomadland. It would still be a better experience than your average AMC. Though. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I think that's really our metric that we've got to, if, if there are no more arc lights, like our metric is going to be a, a Lemley kind of thing. I yeah, guess. Lemley's great. Nothing but good to say about Lemley. I haven't been to a Lemley all that, I mean, because I mostly go to Arclight. Yeah, I've never I been. did. <sighs> and yeah, price is a big thing because like I was seeing movies for free because I worked at Arclight and like I would not have paid for like 80% of the movies I saw. In the last few years yeah but are we are we are we considering like does price matter because like you know if you want to watch godzilla or whatever i think you have to pay for it to watch it at home are, are we considering the fact that like piracy exists you know like at home you can just pirate something no for no free. no but like yeah because that would just be watch every movie for free for free yeah i would rather play what i'm saying is i would rather pay movie like ticket prices to watch a release at home that yeah. go to pay that price the same price and go to a movie theater if if like there was some sort of uh streaming service that came out that was just like we're we're we only upload like movie releases and then and then they'll go out for distribution like i i would prefer that over any sort of movie theater experience with the caveat that unless there were some sort of like enforced rules. Yeah, I like, guess we can't really like make decisions based on the past anymore. So now we're just going to have to come up with what is the future of in-home streaming, which is probably going to get a lot nastier. It's probably going to be, you got to give us $60 to get access to give us $20 to see the movie. That's probably the really disgusting dystopian future we're headed towards versus like, what's no. the, What's the actual future of like road shows and, and such for you know actual big premiere events? Um, what, you know what happens with those when movie theaters just don't exist like they used to? Yeah, I will I, say I like like road shows like seeing a movie on film in the theater is just like a different experience than at home. It's just something you can't get at home. I mean, you know, a few yeah. a few random people have like film projectors at home, but. You know, that's but but most most of the country doesn't really have access to that anyway. So I don't think that really matters. because when my my benchmark for what I'm referencing everything off of is when we went to see the Hateful Eight at the Arclight on film in the roadshow, we got the little booklet, we got to see the costumes out in the lobby like that was really cool. Um, but if that sort of thing doesn't exist anymore, then there goes any sort of argument I could have made for theaters. Oh man, yeah. This episode is too depressing. <laughs> <laughs> I think that'll still exist in some capacity. It's just there are fewer theaters now that are capable of of playing that cuz especially like 70 mm especially like very few. I mean, very few theaters have projectors in general, but 70 mm is super rare. I guess though ultimately, I mean, in Los Angeles, we're there's going to be a theater out there for premieres somewhere in Los Angeles. Oh yeah, so it's, yeah. it's only going to affect us to some degree. But if you live in in some place that had a nice theater, and it was maybe the one nice theater within an hour's drive or something like that, 
then and that theater goes away then you really are just left with these you know bargain bin breadcrumb you know, local theaters that maybe aren't hot but literally your only choice for a movie theater at this point if if that's you then i i wouldn't blame you for staying at home at all yeah i had some points that i wrote down um, okay i wrote down p whenever you want when you're <laughs> yeah, watching a movie able to pause home. the movie is a huge yeah. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Before you get in, what what side's Danny on? Because he didn't even. Uh, well, I'm on team watch at home. Okay, so it's uh, three on one. Yeah. All right. Three uh, on this one. Is, okay. I don't know, man. Like, dude, I'm not gonna win this bang. one. <laughs> <laughs> not and with that attitude. I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, risk ruining my undefeated title. You're not undefeated, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Well, that means you got to fight harder. Okay, so I'll win this one and then I'll be undefeated. No. no. <laughs> All right. Let's say yeah. Pee whenever you want. I okay. I drink a lot of water in my life and I pee at least once an hour, like for my whole life probably. <laughs> uh, and goddamn, these movies they keep getting fucking longer and longer and longer and longer. And it's like, all right, I guess I got to hold in my fucking pee for two hours and 45 minutes now to see whatever fucking slop Christopher Nolan is shitting out. I'm kind of relevant. I Like, the only reason I haven't seen The Irishman yet is because it's like three and a half hours long. I watched The Irishman on my phone at work. <laughs> I, can, I can admit that now because I don't work yeah. there anymore. But yeah, I fucking watched The Irishman on my phone at work on the clock motherfuckers <laughs> nice. and fuck you david lynch yeah i watched a movie on my phone get over it what am i gonna do i'm at work <laughs> that's all i got uh yeah so anyway holding in your pee fucking sucks all right uh yep. you either risk you, you sort of there's this sort of meta game where you're watching a movie and you gotta pee and it's like all right is this scene gonna be boring like what are the odds this scene right here is boring and like not consequential? Can yeah, I go now? Okay. Ooh, should I wait? Should I wait till the next scene? Oh, but what if it's something cool? Oh. And then like Yeah, you don't want to miss the climax. I remember like I I went to pee during Thor Ragnarok and I thought it was like a boring scene and I end up missing like one of the most important scenes like story-wise. It's like god damn it. Where at home, I mean, you just pause it. Ain't no thing. And your bathroom's right there, you know? You're probably watching it in your living room or whatever. Uh, when you're at a movie theater, you, sometimes you got to walk quite a bit to even get to the bathroom. Um, and then it's not your bathroom. It's like, to me, my bathroom is like uh, like a, this fucking... It's my space. It's sacred. You know? Yeah. So you got to use the fucking dumpy-ass... No weak-ass I mean, to weak toilet. I got a toilet with the widest throat ready for any... <laughs> log that comes shooting that way it's got a jet engine yeah. in it it fucking swishes that shit down faster than yeah. the speed of light and there's toilet paper too and it ain't no one ply shit <laughs> yeah. why are you taking a dump at a movie <laughs> yeah in the middle of a movie you duty calls they should have called it know. dump kirk for what i was doing in the middle of that thing <laughs> i mean so like an... <laughs> god damn it <laughs> hey, at least I came up with a pun on the fly that had, you know, dump in it. We're very I, proud of you. An hour and a half 
maybe two hours is like long enough that you might have gone into the movie and not felt like you needed to go. <laughs> and then partway through, you're like, oh, I fucked up. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, how, how much, like, how are you living your life where, like, <laughs> you can't go an hour without pissing? I'm living I, my <laughs> life one shit at a time. I can. It's just not comfortable. Like, why yeah, would I want to do gonna... that? It would. It's gonna like negatively affect my thoughts on the movie. Yeah, you're thinking about think about taking a piss, and it's bad for you. And also, like we're all you know cis men here. Like it's it's a lot easier for us to hold an RP. Like for women, you know, it's it's even harder for them. Forget about it if you're pregnant. You know, you're pregnant and trying to watch fucking Zack Snyder's Justice League in one sitting. Forget about it. But I mean, if I figure if we're gonna go with the argument of across the board most movies should be watched at home we're only talking about these few experiences um these few like key experiences that you might actually want to see in a theater you know i'm not going to a movie like i'm going to a movie be like all right this is going to be two hours this is going to be two and a half hours and i'm gonna like i'm I gotta be ready to watch this movie i'm not going in <laughs> like with plans to take a dump halfway through that just no, but dude, like, like duty you... calls, man. I pee, yeah. like I make sure I pee before I leave the house, and then I pee when I get to the movie theater, and I still <laughs> am probably going to have to pee during the movie, yeah. especially because, like, I got to drink water. I got I have migraine headaches. I have to drink water or I get a headache. I can't go an hour without drinking water, and I like to have a sodi pop. Who doesn't like to have a nice sodi pop while they're watching a movie? But then you got to, like, conserve how much you're drinking and shit. Again, it's like your mind is on that. It's this whole metagame. It's like, how much of this soda can I get away with drinking so that I'm not going to be fucking bursting out of my pants here? Yeah, and so, sometimes you can't force the piss. Like, you'll you'll drink a lot, and it's still making its way through your bladder. Yeah. And I've got my large popcorn, and I've got my large soda. But, I mean... I can't I can't eat the popcorn without the soda. These two are intertwined. And eventually... Something's gonna happen. But that that's a non issue if you watch a movie that has like an intermission. Most movies like ninety nine percent of what movies don't movies have an intermission. What movies have intermissions? Again, the hateful eight. Yeah. So there we go. That's Two, not that's not on movie theaters, that's on movies. Two thousand one okay. a space odyssey. Yeah, well the reason like yeah, movies should have intermissions, but it's a commercial reason. The reason they don't, they can fit more screenings, you know, in a day if there's no intermission. But now that entire industry is fucked, and they're gonna have to rebuild themselves in a, in a more like, more intuitive way that might include less, you know, shit movie premieres for shit movies that you don't really want to watch anyways, and could potentially, again, I, I gotta argue for like a potential future here, could potentially switch over to more like actual spectacles, actual road shows, give you an actual reason to show up to the few theaters that still exist. Uh, I don't think they can just go back and go back to business as usual. HBO and all these view at home, streaming at home things is just going to eat their lunch. So I have to imagine that there's going to be some sort of transformation in the industry. And if that includes like, hey, you go to the theater and you can see like the extended and it's like two and a half, three hours, but maybe there's an intermission in the middle. That would be what I would advocate for. Yeah, but the the intermission only benefits the theater because they sell more concessions because of it. Um, and like the studios hate movie theaters. They hate that they have to give part of the profit to 
the theaters, they would gladly let all the theaters die. They would gladly release all the movies straight to home video. Uh, it's just not quite 100% profitable yet. They still kind of need that theater revenue, but that's sort of going away. I don't see how, like, what you're saying, like, benefits the theaters more than it does the studios. So, like, why would the studios go out of their way to shoot movies on film and shoot movies that have intermissions when that mostly benefits the theaters, which they hate and want to see I mean, die? <laughs> it's it's. I mean, you're right that, like, it's just probably better for the studios to not even deal with theaters in the first place, which again is going to lead to theaters are going to have to evolve in some capacity. But it's not up to them how the movies are made. They're just the the theaters, you know? No, but I think they it don't would have be a choice. cool to kind of go back to a more like 40s, 50s, 60s kind of golden age where you have these big productions and you have, again, road shows and you have actual like a little bit of like pomp and circumstance to the release of a movie. Um, I mean, I don't see any way anyone could argue like, yeah, shitty movie theater is it's better to pay that, you know, $15 and get a shitty experience and have people texting and blah, blah, blah. You know, they didn't calibrate the screen or whatever. And that's, that's the experience that most people have now. Um, I, there's no way to like effectively argue for that. But I think if you went back to just, again, that heyday of like, Hey, here's like the special showing of this show. And then maybe if there was like a, you know, kind of a reduced or whatever version for the home release, you could make a fair case for that. Again, the only time I would, I would even argue for movies, a movie theater in the first place would be that scenario like that uh, hateful eight roadshow we saw because being able to like, Oh, here's an actual like costume from the film, and it's on display right in front of me, and I can look at it three feet away from me. I don't That's think really cool. I don't think there's enough good movies that come out in a year to sustain those kinds of models. Like a movie like The Hateful Eight comes out once or twice a year. Like everything else in the middle is just like Marvel garbage, fucking. Uh, uh, low budget like uh, like at least some some movies come out where they're like taking risks but that that's becoming few and far between we just get nothing but remakes and more marvel garbage disney and so there's only a few directors out that are left like that get kind of give a shit about the craft of like making allowed to (laughs) yeah or are allowed to give a shit about the craft so like there there aren't enough movies that come out to sustain this kind of uh, uh, pomp and circumstance that we want. Well, yeah, I mean, again, we're coming back to like 90% of film releases, I would also agree you should watch at home. Um, I just think if you go with an only in-home streaming getup, if that's like the case you're arguing, are, like, are you saying that you would rather still see Hateful Eight just at home on your TV, on your computer, than see it in a theater with the road show. Um, Cause that's, that's what we have to be arguing here. Otherwise there's just not even a point in having a debate for this one. I think I, with my current, my personal current setup, I think that I would still prefer to see a movie like that as an experience, but say with my parents set up, I wouldn't mind having some friends over and then watching it on, you know, a big, I don't know what it is. 60 something inch, 70 inch uh, smart TV. That's 4K and and it's like it's a good 
they they have like a 7.1 surround sound or they have the setup so like the, the setup is completely feasible to get and still get a good experience out of it yeah uh, but then right, well, never... i guess i got to argue for daniel <laughs> if he's not going to bring up like uh the fact that like the the movie theater setup is just not really possible at home uh unless you have a fuck ton of money and a huge space because like first of all a movie like hateful eight is in like a 2.78 by one aspect ratio i think uh where if you watch that at home you like half your fucking screen is black bars uh where if you watch that at a theater that had the right kind of screen they could actually make the screen that shape you wouldn't have black bars I mean, all movies, most movies now are in two, three, five by one scope. Um, and when you watch them at home, you have fucking black bars, which suck. But if you watch them in the theater, there's no black bars. Uh, you got state of the art surround sound sound. You have a massive a 4K screen uh, playing off of a, pro a projector. A projector is always going to be superior to a TV. Yeah. Um, I, you, like, I would you, argue it's good enough. Yeah, my my home setup, my home setup is good enough that. Well, I mean, I go the, the if you're watching a movie that's very, either that's very reliant on sound, um, that that has a big emphasis on sound, or even you're just watching a big monster movie that's got, you know, lots of like explosions, and you're gonna want to, you're gonna want that rumble, you're gonna want that bass, you're gonna want your your seat to, fucking shake a little bit, you're not gonna be able to get that. <laughs> Yeah, you're not going to be able to get that from home, period. And if we're talking, you know, if we're mostly discussing the one or two kind of like flagpole movies that you're going to want to see in a year, the, these big events, I'm going to want not, you know, 90% of the movie experience and the other 10% doesn't really bother me too much because, well, I have the convenience of watching at home to make up for it. If I'm going to watch, you know, one or two special movies a year, I'm going to want to see it, you know, on the IMAX screen, ideally, and I'm going to want to hear it uh, with, you know, a theater's sound system. Even even something like a 7.1 home theater is not going to be able to kind of emulate that uh, audio experience that you're going to get from hearing King Kong, you know, roar right in your ear. And I, I think that's important, you know. How many times are you really going to, you might really like a movie and you might watch it several times, but how many times are you going to actually watch a movie in your life? You know, even a good movie, you might watch it three times, four times, five times. You know, if you're if you're going to have this experience where you're going to say X, Y or Z movie is my favorite movie and I think everyone should see it. It's one of the greatest movies ever made. If you're talking about one of those scenarios, I want every bit of detail I can get out of it visual and audio and you're just you know you're not going to get quite that experience you were just with the anime you're talking about uh author author authoritarian intent authoritarian, authoritarian intent <laughs> you know um I'm, I'm sure tarantino does run some of his sets like an authoritarian you know is like um, the, the only director that makes movies with the theater experience no I, all all movies are still made with theater in mind, like all of them, except yeah. for Netflix ones. They're still the way they shoot the movie and the way the sound design is made. It's made with the theater in mind. They consider so that the, the optimal way to watch a movie. The the if if you're gonna watch at home, 
I would actually argue that you might want to use a, a pair of high quality headphones over a, like a surround sound system because there's no way you're going to get the detail with as much acuity out of some home speakers as you would out of like a good, no. a good theater setup. You got to hear these speakers. I don't, I don't know if you, <laughs> you've heard my Bro, th- these, these JBLs. I got. <laughs> I got, they installed Dolby Atmos in my house. My parents went into debt, $100,000. They put the speakers in the ceiling, in the walls. You can't even see them all. Totally worth it. Daniel, did you say flagpole movies? Yeah, that's that's the word, right? That's tentpole. Tentpole. What's the difference? I don't know. I don't know where the term comes from, but it's tentpole. I think think a tentpole, that's like a pole that holds up a tent. And it's so you can't have a tent without the tentpole, right? Although you can't have a flag without the flagpole either. You can have a flag. Without a flag. You can pole. just like look. You know, leave it on the ground. You could tape Ask. it to the wall. Ask I guess. any of these these fucking people wave flags. I mean, well, whatever. People they wear flags. Wear, people as wear capes, flags. You yeah. It. It's against the a, flag code, Mister. I have a boomer on my street that flies a thin blue line of flag in oh. his like raised F one fifty in the back. And yeah, so how would he do that without a flagpole? It's just pinned on the inside, so you could see it through the window. Oh, that's tacky. Yeah, no shit. Uh, well, what I'm getting at is, you know, if you're know? only like we saw, we saw Pacific Rim. I've seen Pacific Rim once in my life when we thought when we saw it in theaters. It's a good movie. I'm sure I will watch it again at some point in my life. But I am glad that I saw Pacific Rim in theaters at least once. And I heard the booming, and I felt the vibrations as the fucking robots punched the monsters, and it was it was a good time, you know. Yeah, I mean, some of my uh, best was, mem- my best memories I, are at the theater. I was upset I saw Pacific Rim because it sucked. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? Hey, I saw it twice in the theater. Bam! I don't, I don't want. Yeah. I don't care about. Yeah, Daniel, you're sound, doing such a poor of... job. I feel like I have to switch sides because you're just like the... big dummy movie monster punch <laughs> other monster. That's why I go theater. I don't theater. care about the rattling of the speakers. This is like I don't care about uh, my controller vibrating. I prefer to turn it off because I don't okay, care let's about let's shit not like that. Well, okay. Let's get away from big dummy monster punch movie, but even something like District Nine, like that had great sound design with the lasers and the explosions and the fucking ships taken off and all that stuff and district nine is a great movie where it's like this is such a good movie i want to see it in the best possible context so that i can have that memory and take it with me and maybe i can see it again at home there's nothing stopping me from doing that but i'm fine with paying the 15 dollars and going to the theater to get the full and complete intended authority you know authorial intent experience of district nine and you're just not gonna get that at home I don't know, my my favorite movie, uh, or one of my favorite movies, There Will Be Blood. I've like I've never seen that in the theater, and I mean it's still my favorite movie. Uh, and I don't feel like I missed out on. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I mean, what I don't think when he goes, uh, I drink your milkshake. I drink your milkshake when he when he hears uh the slurping resonate yeah. through the theater. I don't think that would have made him like the movie anymore. <laughs> yeah, I think. If a movie's good enough, you could fucking watch it, you know, through a, well, through a tin a, can. 
if it's like yeah. a mostly dialogue character. No, drama. even motherfucker. I grew up watching fucking Star Wars on VHS and like fucking letterboxed like four by three on a 12 inch, you know, TV with not even like a sound system. And I still love the movie. And I, I don't think I would have loved it anymore if I had saw it in the theater. Like, sure, it's nice. Oh, yeah. But like, yeah. so it is nice. Yeah, yeah good but movie, like, good it, movies will surpass like needing to yeah. be in the perfect environment. But I understand what Daniel's saying. Like, that stuff can aid to it, and it is cool. But I don't think. I mean, how? Okay, for matters. real though, for real. How in the dub episode are you gonna say that authorial intent is so important that you have to hear <laughs> the dialogue in Japanese? But but I'm watching the when, same movie. I'm watching the movie. Nothing the changed. The content intent, didn't change. They also you to see it in a theater. They also don't expect you to only see the movie in a theater. Yeah. They know that's not realistic. That why do they sell the movie if they don't want me to watch it that <laughs> yeah. way? Well, because they make money from selling it. Uh, okay. I just want to put it out there. Uh, when I worked at ArcLight, I saw probably like seventy movies a year in the theater, and I'm still on the other side because like there's just so many things that are wrong and can go wrong like like seeing a movie by yourself in a theater is like fucking awesome and you feel like you cheated at life like it fucking rules but like the the normal circumstances are just fucking atrocious it's just gotten so bad people there's just no etiquette anymore i'm not <laughs> arguing for seeing Okay, Avengers in theater on no, release I'm not, night. I'm not talking about Avengers, motherfucker. I'm talking about seeing like if Beale Street could talk at 1 p.m. on a Monday at ArcLight, and there's still motherfuckers in there texting and talking. There's a child as a child wailing. Yeah, there's always like, why did you bring your child to f to see fucking Once Upon a Time in Hollywood or whatever? What the fuck is wrong with you? I think you would need to be like a psychopath not to want to see. A movie in in the theater environment like on on the on a theater screen and in a theater but yeah yes yes no no i'm so, like no yes that's it period not and because no, the, the whole the the problem is like watching it in that it, the only way that it works is if you're the only one in the theater so like yeah. if, if you could have your own movie theater in home sure but and if I could rent an entire movie theater to watch a movie, you can on cheap. No, like reasonable. If if we all okay, you can rent a theater. Well, you could, right? You could rent them for like ninety nine bucks, right? No, that's that's how I I used to know. That. I mean, I had all this paperwork at work. I don't remember what the going rate was. No, it was like a, a COVID opening thing, like a couple months ago. Oh, well, that's special circumstances. Well, I mean, you're talking about yes, you would be correct if you could rent out your own theater. We okay. are now in a in a very specific time where you can rent out your own theater. Actually, not anymore. Global three bucks, and let's rent out a theater and let's see uh, labyrinth. <laughs> labyrinth. What? <laughs> sure. I mean, I don't know. I yeah, there's just too many things that have to go right that never go right that ruin the the movie experience at the theaters um people yeah and and 99 of them are other people that won't shut the fuck up and respect other people uh one time 
when I saw If Beale Street Could Talk in the theater, uh, I asked this woman if she could stop texting, please, like very nicely. And then as I was leaving the theater, uh, she came up to me and she like basically called me a Nazi. Uh, well, and I just kind of laughed in her face. I've I've never like turned. I've always just sat there and brooded. The oh time. well, I used to. It's different when you work at a theater because you sort of have yeah. have that authority. Where it's like, if you know, if 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 things come to blows or something, like I can I can just call the security guard. Like I know him, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so I felt more comfortable doing it at at ArcLight. It's kind of it's like really exhilarating. It's like a fucking adrenaline rush telling somebody to fuck off at the theater. Yeah. You know, you can do that without like being an employee, right? Yeah, I feel like I feel like half of this is coming in too. That's like, oh, I'm I have anxiety and I don't like to go outside, and therefore my side wins. It's like, well, if you never want to leave the house, then yeah, I guess not leaving the house is the correct answer. That um, is so not what we're saying. No, it 100 is. You don't no, like people. You don't like the interaction. I like people. Something I just don't like shitty wrong. people that ruin the Dude, movie. The optimal way to experience a movie is alone, in my opinion. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. I would I would rent a theater out, and no one would be invited. It would just be me. <laughs> yeah, that whole like, oh, you really got to see this movie in a full theater. It's like what? So I know when to laugh. Like what? <laughs> It's like it's like watching something with a laugh track. It's like, oh great, now I know when to laugh because everyone else is laughing in the theater. Uh-huh. Uh, well, actually, the the funniest thing, the best thing, is when you see a shitty comedy and no one laughs. Like that's <laughs> fucking awesome. Yeah, that's like a rare exception. Where that that shit, yeah, that shit rules. <laughs> because I had, I mean, I had to watch a lot of fucking bad movies for work. Uh, yeah. nothing beats that. But it also, on the other side of the coin, nothing will give you more cognitive dissonance than like seeing like a Transformers movie and like people are laughing in the theater and you're just like, what the fuck is wrong with these people? Like, why are they laughing at the racist don't robot? See Transformers in theater. Don't just don't see Transformers. Period. Yeah. Well, uh, if I had to pick. Didn't I see it with you? No, I I saw Transformers 2 with some friends in high school. It was the first time I ever got high. Uh, And I wish I had gotten high before the movie, but I got high (laughs) after the movie. Uh, I got so high, I just like dissociated and like freaked out and it was a nightmare. Oh, that reminds me of uh, my, what was was the last episode nine? What was that called? Uh, Skywalker Returns or something? Oh, God. Uh, Yeah. Last yeah. something I don't know. Scorpio Rising. The last Skywalker, right? Uh, the rise, Skywalker. rise of Skywalker. The last Skywalker. Who fucking knows? Well, anyways, I yeah, we got stoned out of our mind before we watched that, and then we were in the theater, and I missed the first forty-five minutes of the movie because I was just busy like looking looking around and saying like, mm-hmm. all right, someone shoot <laughs> the theater. Like, how do I how do I get out of here? I, I came to the conclusion that we were mostly fucked. The best bet would be to grab a fire extinguisher and try to try to like blind them with it. Um, and then after about forty-five minutes of that, that's when the movie experience actually began for me. And you know what? I still think it overall improved that movie. That's another good point, man. Like movie theater shootings. Yeah. I'm I mean, technically, someone could time. like home invade your house or whatever, but. 
Well, I'm packing at home, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got I'm I got my house all that. fucking trapped up like Home Alone. So good luck. Uh, yeah, dude, I used to think about that like all the time working at a movie theater where I would just be like, if someone shot up this theater and I'm in the booth, like, could the bullets like go through the glass, you know, like the port glass near the projector and like still hit me? Like, Welcome to America. I used to think about that a lot. I mean, they could probably just go through the walls. Yeah, I'm like, where do I go? Like in the booth, like would the bullets go through these walls? Like, am I fucked? <laughs> Drop to the floor. But I mean, shooting <laughs> up a movie theater is an American tradition that you're missing out on if you watch movies at home. Yeah, if you haven't been shot, you're not American. So it's part of it's part of going to the movies. The the fear, the like rolling the dice of it is part <laughs> yeah. of the experience. It's like all these boomers didn't get a, a full and complete education because they weren't they didn't spend half their time cowering under a desk. Some bully with an AR-15 is is walking around the halls, you know. Yeah, I think maybe you're just cowards. One time, my elementary school got locked down because a bear walked onto campus. <laughs> what? That was pretty yeah. funny. Yeah, a fucking bear. It was fucking weird. It was in I was in like fourth grade, I think, and there was a bear on campus. Uh, we saw the bear, and it was nice. like, "All right, kids, we'll probably be safe in here. I don't think bears can open doors." And then I don't remember how it was resolved. I think the bear just wandered off on his own. I distinctly remember one of our schools getting locked down. Uh, like I don't know if you remember Daniel, but I remember one of our like nothing ever happened. But I remember there was a threat, and I don't know if it was at elementary or junior high. I don't know. I just remember tests. And one of them might have been real. I don't know. I just wasn't paying attention. I remember, like, lockdown training. They, like, make you do that. No, this was, like, an actual lockdown. Yeah. Yeah, Maybe a bomb threat? Because a bomb threat's real easy to just be like, oh, hey, there's a bomb. And then they they gotta, like, shut everything down. They gotta... Yeah, I did... uh, I was working security when a bomb threat was called in. I was, like, searching through the parking garage like man i'm getting paid like nine bucks an hour to look for a fucking bomb <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're gonna be the one to set it off yeah like what the fuck you like step on it it's like oh what's that ticking <laughs> oh shit <laughs> what's another point i wrote down um well we already I talked watch, about pausing i watch movies in vr so oh god oh. this guy over here I have so, not had that experience. <laughs> it's an app called Big Screen, and you get to load up. There's a bunch of theaters, and then you just there's like a classic looking theater. There's a drive-in theater. There's one where it's like you're at a campfire. There's one that's like a sci-fi theater, and you just load up your movie, and they have movies on there through streaming as well. And you just feel like you're in a movie, and that's how I've been watching my movies lately, and I've been thoroughly enjoying it. It's one of my favorite ways I to. Mean, experience media cool. yeah because you can you can like emulate the like darkness of the theater like the isolation because yeah, that's kind of a big part of it yeah you can it, it it automatically darkens when it starts or if you want you have the control right next to you and you can set the lighting and you can in other people with headsets it's a free app they can join your theater and you can watch a movie together. from anywhere my yeah my brother just uh he, he's been talking to this girl through oculus and he just had a like a date night where they watched a movie together. It's like wow, the future is quite amazing. Is it 
Is it like Purple Rose of Cairo where you can go into the movie? <laughs> Not yet. You can reach into it. And you can choose any seat you want. You got any seat in the whole theater. That's the, I mean, sometimes, hey, we didn't even bring that up. The sh- you're stuck on the far left of the theater because you got there late. That I mean, or that's what your dad's preference is, like me. Because he, <laughs> or he likes to. Or you're in the to... very front. You laugh, but when that theater gets shot up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I get the I get the seat right in the front, all the way to the left, closest to the emergency exit. <laughs> yeah. That's the only oh. way I feel safe. Yeah. yeah, my fucking dad, he like would make us sit in the middle row, but all the way to the right, uh, because he, you know, he likes to go to the bathroom during the movie, but he also likes to like go to the bar too. Uh, and one time. Oh uh, this was when my dad was kind of bad with the with the boozing. Uh, I think we were seeing uh, Step Brothers, uh, me, my sister, and my dad in the theater. And he left, and he was like, I got to go to the bathroom, like 10 minutes in the movie. And he never came back. Uh, it turns out he went to the bar. He just left and went to the bar. You know, OG's, how OG's in the, is in the same lot as the, the Edwards. Yeah. Uh, he oh. just fucking went to OG's to drink. And then the fucking usher came in. You know how, like, the ushers come in and they, like, check to see if there's any kids or whatever? He was like, hey, what's up with these fucking kids? And we had to be like, oh, don't worry. Our dad's here. He just uh, is in the bathroom. And then he's like, all right, I'll wait a couple minutes for your dad to come back. Otherwise, you got to go. And then my fucking dad didn't come back and we got kicked out. And it was so hard for us to, like, explain, like, no, don't worry. Like, my dad's just an alcoholic. Like, he's at the bar, probably. But, like, we're supposed to be here. He bought the tickets. Yeah, how, how did you get in in the first place? No, he took us in. He watched the first 10 minutes of the yeah. movie. Yeah. But, like, the guy, like, wouldn't believe us, you know. Because, oh, know yeah, your dad's at the bar. I haven't heard this one before. <laughs> and then we had to go to the fucking bar and, like, yell at our dad. And he's like, oh, is the movie over? And it's like, no, motherfucker, we got kicked out. That fucking sucked. <laughs> but Dude, when, that kicked ass. But when you watch Step Brothers <laughs> at home, you don't have to worry about that. But when you watch Step Brothers at home, you don't get cool stories like that. <laughs> is that cool or is that traumatic? Yeah, that's like, you can laugh about it now, but I'm sure at the time it wasn't fun. I'm sure it yeah. was a day ruining yeah dude that fucking sucked it's funny now i mean i feel like you you guys are talking about 60 inch 4k tvs 7.1 percent surround sound oculus movie time you know these are like i don't think most people have access to these things as well well oculus nowadays it's like 300 bucks 300 bucks cheap i mean most people aren't gonna pay 300 dollars just to have an oculus if they want to watch movies yeah but if you if you don't pay to go to the movies for like a year you can save up that money especially because like your own popcorn bro when you go to the movie like not only are you paying for the ticket each person has to pay for their own ticket you might have to pay for parking you're gonna have to pay the gas to drive there if you want concessions you got to pay out the ass for that because they way overcharged for it uh, where if you see a movie at home, even if you have to pay for it, you only have to pay for it once. You can get a group of five people together and you can all split the cost to rent, you know, Godzilla or whatever. And yeah. you can fucking eat whatever you want. Like, 
you could easily save enough money to buy a decent TV if you didn't go to the movies yeah. for like a year. And people with basements, they build out like these nice home theaters with projectors. So it is again. Possible. I think like ninety nine percent of the population is not going to have any of this stuff. Okay, and but like just because like you have an Oculus or your parents have a four K TV that doesn't you know that's not like not everyone I, has access to that no but I like could, a, a family of four it's gonna be cheaper to buy a nice tv than it is for them to go to the movies 10 times a year with four kids it's still yeah, gonna I mean, be cheaper to buy a 4k tv than do that it's it's gonna be cheaper to do a lot of things instead of doing less efficient things but that doesn't mean that like it's going to happen less you want to talk about efficient like for for less than a like a, a gaming console you can buy an oculus and watch get all of the benefits of the movie theater experience without with and and do it at home but you just buy for the movies uh but again you can split okay, that sure. cost with your family or your roommates or whatever where mm-hmm, with a ticket everybody's the... got to buy a ticket well even if you're buying your movies you, you still own it you know let's say you're buying it digitally you're still going to own that movie and you can watch it whenever you want if you want to watch the movie again at a theater you're gonna have to buy another ticket i mean if you buy the movie if you rent it then not and a lot of streaming stuff is going towards like oh you can rent it for 20 dollars and blah 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 yeah that's kind of bullshit usually it's like five renting is pretty cheap no but like when a movie's brand new yeah yeah you're not going to be able to even buy a copy of it until it's been out for a while. Yeah, they so, put, you know, an, a, a, like an official embargo kind of thing where a movie has to be in theaters for so many months before it can come out on home video. Sure. But that's changing, obviously. But even uh, even if that stays in place, even if it's like for the first th- three months. Well, you're willing you to wait. To yeah, like I, I'd either be willing to wait or if I really don't want to wait, I'd rather pay for that movie ticket to like movie ticket price and still have the home experience yeah um especially like i didn't even know i uh about the vr uh, like i didn't think about that like that just makes so much more sense i just you pick up that you spend a little bit more on like really nice like bose headset like headphones and just get like top of the line headphones and You'll never need to go to a movie theater again for anything. Who cares? Uh, hey, Daniel. Yeah. Uh, do you remember that time you caught a triple feature? Of, Hell yeah. Uh, the yeah, Hobbit. Yeah, you can't do that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, I wanted to so, say just as a joke, like you only paid for one of those movies. You paid for the first movie and then you just hung out in the theater and you theater hopped. <laughs> I think you saw The Hobbit, Les Mis, and uh, Django Unchained. Oh, yeah. Back to back to so, back. Yeah. And you only paid for one of them. Well, you you know, just as good as that, I got the, uh, I think I got, I was able to do an Inglorious Bastards District 9 double feature before, too. You can't do that if you're, you know, you're legitimately renting movies one at a time. <laughs> yeah, just, just, uh, like, just break like the, the law. There's like going experience that, like... <laughs> what, theater hopping? There's that. Okay, but if we're gonna uh, if we're gonna argue illegal tactics, then it's not technically illegal. It's just, I mean, they'll kick you out. Yeah, <laughs> but you're not supposed Again. to do it, obviously. But you I aren't mean, stealing a seat in a movie theater. Oh, you wouldn't download a car, would you? 
Yeah, let's I'm, not I'm act pirate. like we don't all pirate movies, you know. Well, I, <laughs> I actually uh, don't anymore. <laughs> why not? Well, Fair I don't Dango know. I don't... might be listening. They might want to sponsor us when they hear this podcast. The Pirate Bay? <laughs> yeah, I don't actually uh, pirate like hardly anything anymore. I don't know. I think I'm, uh, I pirated uh, Total War Warhammer too. I weirdly don't pirate video games. I feel weird about it. I will emulate games that aren't for sale. Like, I don't have a problem with uh, that. Yeah. Uh, well, that was... games you can find for like 95% off on Steam sometimes. Yeah. It's really yeah. just a matter of waiting for a deal. Whereas a movie, you're not going to get like, oh, 90% off for the next three days. Well, on I mean, movies, they, they have movie deals. bargain bins at Walmart, you know. There's for home deals video. all the time on Amazon. Like, my brother's an avid collector, and there's yeah, that's he's true. always waiting for sales. So where a movie theater, that price true. is static. Yeah, that, that it's if it's anything, like it goes it, only, it goes yeah. up. Yeah, it goes it up only, every few months. Move okay, <laughs> movie theater <laughs> support job. Yeah. Okay, you, you got one good point. I mean, no, every point has been great. I mean, the, the little kids in China that made the 4K TV that you're watching, you know, that mm. you supported those jobs watching movies oh, yeah. at home. All right. Well, they, they got a pair of shoes when I bought the TV. <laughs> that was Daniel's point. You're putting money into something either way that contributes to some sort of job. <laughs> and like movie theater jobs are fucking shit. Like that's like a horrible, like low wage job. Most of them. It's not a livable wage job. You don't want me at the theater because I'm throwing popcorn. Dude, the price of the <laughs> ticket involves me being able to trash the theater. God, people that's who the, trash that's theaters. The, that's the luxury that yeah. I'm paying for the $20 ticket. So I can <laughs> I can throw my popcorn across the floor and someone has to pick it up. Dude, cleaning theaters is like so surreal. Like, honestly, cleaning theaters is a chill. It's actually a pretty cool job because you see some crazy shit and it's chill. Being like, is that cum or is that milk? Like, <laughs> oh, here's a pair of underwear. <laughs> Who brought milk to the theater? <laughs> oh, looks like looks like somebody didn't want to miss the movie, but also couldn't hold it in. They peed in a water bottle. Yeah, that like, was me. Find that a lot because <laughs> I didn't want to miss vital information. Dude, it was always funny when there would be like melted M and M's in the seat, and it's like, damn, somebody was sitting on this like the whole time <laughs> and didn't notice. Like, that's fucked, man. It's probably on their pants, too. <laughs> Chris, Chris also, our friend, he, or my friend Chris, worked in a movie. Oh, theater. yeah, he worked at the Edwards, yeah. huh? Yeah, I bet he'd have a few good stories, too, about that. Oh, that, but that, the, the best thing was when you would find an unopened thing of candy, and it's just like, <laughs> free candy. Hell, yeah. <laughs> the like, some people free. would be bold enough to eat like opened candy like half open candy but most of us were like all right it has to be unopened you know rob rob ate the cum bro (laughs) bro you'd be surprised how many people like buy candy and then forget about it and just leave it it's weird secret you gotta you gotta go in before they finish cleaning all the rows get an empty popcorn bucket be like yo (laughs) fill this shit up oh god i mean i feel like i overload on snacks i'd probably forget something (laughs) i I got like a large popcorn and then like probably two boxes of candy 
I like to go fully loaded. <laughs> you, I mean, that, that's you kind of the... all that shit in. You're complaining about movie theater prices. No, I'm like, saying I do sneak it in, in most of the time. I will say there's nothing like sneaking in candy and then enjoying it while you're watching the movie. I, like I, my, like I, my grandma taught me how to sneak shit into a movie theater. It's like, you know, you can't deny me that. Well, here's the here's the golden rule from working at a theater. Uh, Don't if it bring in a whole pizza. No, if it fits in your pocket, you're good. They're not gonna. They can't like pat you pat down. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, a purse is questionable. You may or may not get searched. Yeah. You're sort of rolling the dice on that one. Uh, most theaters uh can't afford to like have a security guard check bags like full time like at Arclight it would only be for like during prime for the big movies so like on a weekday you could like more feasibly take something in a bag and not have it get checked like a purse but like if it fits like if you're wearing cargo shorts with eight fucking pockets like you're golden <laughs> and like eight whatever fucking cans of soda yeah whatever you can fit into those fucking pockets is fair game Dude, if I was James Franco, I would have lined my jacket with every slice of pizza. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just get bring foil also to like wrap them in the foil. Yeah, like a like a windbreaker or a poncho or something for the grease. Stop by Costco. And then after when I'm done, that box is getting frisbeed across the, <laughs> of the theater because I am not picking it up. Yeah, well, sometimes people would end up getting stuff in, and then when you clean the theater, you find it like you would. Fi- we would find like a whole jar of nacho cheese sometimes, <laughs> and like chips. Like somebody would bring in a bag of chips and a thing of nacho cheese, and then just like leave well, it. Well, when you buy when you get nachos at the concession stand, they give you like one squirt of cheese. Yeah. To dip. It's a fucking so racket. Yeah, sometimes you gotta provide for yourself. You gotta take the law into your own hands. <laughs> But watching at home, that's not even a problem. You can get yeah. food delivered at home. Bro, and you don't got to, like, step in fucking soda, like, sticky-ass floors in the theater, and fucking nacho smell fills the whole theater. <laughs> it smells like shit. Somebody's eating some fucking disgusting hot dog right next to you. <laughs> smells like shit. Uh, you know, some kid could shit themselves during the movie. Uh, I feel like Daniel's... About us being like antisocial or whatever like doesn't really apply like it, you don't have to be antisocial or or yeah. have anxiety for the theater experience to be totally ruined by like every chud but to never want to go to a movie theater again because of the possibility of having to interact eight, eight times out of ten it's like it's terrible yeah. i'm not trying to roll the dice dude like that sucks yeah i'd rather just avoid it it it's gotten to the point where it's more than half the time at this point. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I can't speak to your experiences, but I don't know what you're talking about. Eighty percent of the time, the dude next to me shits his pants. It's just not my experience. <laughs> no, I mean like something, like somebody. <laughs> There's God somebody texting or talking like yeah. more than fifty percent of the time, and. Some people, some people can ignore that, but I, I can't like not focus on things. You know, I, I just can't. Yeah, it's just I'm, gonna irk, irk me the whole time. I'm also speaking only on on movies that I've come out relatively close to the release. Like there, I've been to the movie theater multiple times for movies like way after they've been released. I'm like, yeah, one of six people in the theater. Yeah, that was another point that I wanted to make when you're talking about seating is like. Well, if you're talking about a movie's oh, theater oh, run, 
Oh, so you weren't hyping me up? No. <laughs> no. You're talking about a movie's theatrical run that, like, you've got a several week or maybe even several month time frame that, like, if you don't like people, just wait to the end of its run. Or there are plenty of movies where, like, the audience for that movie is just not going to pick their nose. Bruh, I just said from experience, like, I will see fucking art house shit and there will still be some fuck texting. Yeah. But you're exposed, like, you're there all the time. It's your job. You're, like, you're full-time exposed to the worst what humanity has to offer. <laughs> I have the most experience. Yeah. He's gone to theater more than you have, probably. Yeah, he's jaded. <laughs> I am jaded. He's broken. I know... And, and- like I want to get to that jaded broken point. I cannot wait until <laughs> yeah. like, I need to go see more movies so I get there. Like being a projectionist kind of ruins it because anytime you go to another theater, like I will notice the smallest mistake in in presentation and audio or picture. Like I'm trained to notice those things because that's my job, and it does kind of fucking suck. Uh, yeah, and ninety nine point nine percent of the population is not a trained expert when it comes to this is true dude i've seen some crazy shit where like i've i fucked up and i didn't find out i fucked up for like 40 minutes because no Uh one complained uh like one time uh because i i mean most people probably know this by now but most uh movie theaters are automated now uh but sometimes you know the projector will fuck up or whatever i one time a movie started and it was like projected like halfway up so, like, the bottom half of the movie was being projected onto the top half of the screen, and the top half of the movie was being projected onto the fucking, like, ceiling. And nobody complained! <laughs> I noticed it just because I was walking by, like, 40 minutes into the movie, and no one complained. Oh my I, God. I debated with myself whether to fix it or not, because fixing it would draw attention to it, you know? <laughs> and it's like... Do these motherfuckers go in there and are they like, oh, I guess this is one of those movies on the ceiling kind of thing. I think I've heard about this. Ah, let's just go with it. I remember buying an IMAX it's, ticket. <laughs> I'm, it's just those people who go see all these fucking Marvel movies, man. That's yeah. Yeah. That's that kind of audience. People just turn their brain off. It's the laziest yeah, I excuse. I don't want my experience like in, char- in charge of somebody else. Yeah, I mean, most theaters don't even have, like, projectionists on staff. Uh, I remember my dad was telling me, like, uh, he he saw Green Book at Edwards in Canyon Country. And, like, the movie fucked up, like, halfway through. It just, like, froze. Uh, And then the manager came in, and he's like, all right, show's canceled. And my dad (laughs) talked to him, and he's like, wait, why is it canceled? Like, my son's a projectionist. He says this happens all the time. You know, you just can probably reboot it or fix it or whatever. And he's like oh, there's nobody here on staff. We'd have to, like, call a guy in. And by the time he'd get here, you know, your showing would be over anyway. Jesus. So, uh, sorry, here's your money back. <laughs> it's like, but you yeah. still got a refund. Like, yeah, but he fucking, you only got to see half you the can, movie. <laughs> you can, but you can complain at a theater and get a refund. Even if you see the whole damn movie. You no, you, you can't. You can't do that. They have rules. So, there's, like, a 30-minute grace period. You can't, like... Watch the whole movie and then be like, I didn't like it. Can I have my money back? No. They'll tell you to it, fuck right off. If it gets fucked up. Yeah, if it like, gets fucked up. You're talking about a dude texting, but at the arc light, you could speak with anyone and be like, excuse me, this guy next to me, he won't get off his phone. I tried mentioning something. Yeah, but to then him. you have to leave and miss part of the movie. Yeah. Like, but that's, then you that get to sucks. see that dude get fucked off. 
and that's going to make you feel good and warm on the inside because you just did a good thing, not just for oh. you, but for a whole theater full of people. And now you are a goddamn American hero. And that's just not something, if your TV <laughs> fucks up, good luck being on, on hold with Samsung for 48 years while they try to like get your shit together, you know? Yeah, if my if my spo- my TV spontaneously explodes once in the <laughs> yeah, ten years, then I'll just switch to my computer. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know that happens so often. I don't think I've ever had a TV just like I'm in the middle of doing something and it died. Yeah, that's just mostly like if you it. if you have like satellite and like the signal goes down or something. Like that. I mean, happens, these are but... all potentially things. But we're like, not boomers. Not we don't we don't have that. cable or satellite. Yeah, but I don't need a refund. I could just wait I until later. I, yeah, I already saved money by staying home. <laughs> yeah, I'll just also, do something. Have you guys else. never heard of like a night out? You know. Yeah, it's like, you know it's something to do, but there are other things to do too. Yeah, I'd rather do. You can do else. other things after you see your movie. You know, like movie, you know, seeing a movie and then going out to dinner afterwards, or maybe dinner first and then drinks afterwards, or something like that's. You know, a night out, you know, like fun, social. I'm surprised you haven't brought up like dates. Because like going to a movie is a big part of dating. Well, I mean, it depends on the date entirely. Like making out, you know, making out during a movie is pretty cool. I saw, I mean, we didn't make out, but we saw, what's that? Won't you be my neighbor or something like that? That was a really (laughs) good date movie, you know? Won't you be my neighbor? Yeah, the, uh, the, the Fred Rogers documentary. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was good. That, I think that's what that was called. Uh, and, the relationship you, you, I was ever in, we never finger, went. Maybe the bang, why, banged her <laughs> during, during Mr. Rogers. <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah, d- now you got to tell your, your Frozen story. <laughs> yeah, wait. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not really a... I guess we did see a movie at home. So I had a, I had a date coming over. I was like, we should watch a movie. So we were going to watch a movie. And then I, I didn't know what movie we should watch. So I asked the internet. Someone mm-hmm. on the internet said, you should watch Frozen. And that didn't seem like, that seemed kind of absurd, but that didn't seem so absurd so as to not do it. So I did it. Um, but it's, a, you know, I, I don't know. It just kind of felt awkward because I, I didn't want to, like, start, start, like, going down on her, like, as soon as the movie begins. Right. <laughs> So you, you gotta wait like fifteen minutes. Yeah, you gotta get into the movie a little bit, but then by by you know like a comfortable time frame to to begin. Like there's still kids, so I didn't want to start banging her while the movie's still about them being kids. <laughs> you know that it was a little a little seemed a little weird to me. So then I waited a little bit longer, and then you know it seemed like a good point. They're all grown up, you know, so it's not weird anymore. But then like then their parents die, right? Or something like that. So then, then it's kind of sad, you know. And you, you gotta have like a moment to like to, to be in mourning, you know, before you can't, can't just make a move. Didn't seem appropriate. So now here we are, like 45, 50 minutes into the movie, and I ain't even got head yet. Yeah, I, like. Yeah, one time I was like hooking up with somebody while like regular show was on in the background. And I'm like, is this okay? Like, this is kind of a like a kids show. Is this weird? And then one time I, I had a girl over and we put on some movie, and I was just like so nervous uh, about like having a girl over that I just was not comp- comprehend comprehending the movie at all, and I don't even remember what movie it was. Oh. 
<laughs> I was just so fucking nervous. What else? Honestly, well, for a date night, I'd rather. I mean, it depends on the movie, but I'd, I'd probably dude, rather watch that, that at home Netflix because then, the, then you're like chilling. Yeah, but mo- movie theater is more like an established couple thing where it's like you're just bored and you go, you know, to do something or Let's like a first date movie. kind of thing. Because it's like a public place, know. you know. I don't know about you, but it's like movie movies like the worst first date. I guess it's such a boomer thing. Well, you do like <laughs> dinner in a movie, you know. It's not like just a movie and then okay, well, bye. <laughs> in in my experience, dinner can be awkward because you're just sitting there eating across from each other, looking at each other while you eat, and then and the movie can be awkward. Yeah, and the movie can be awkward because you're sitting next to each other. You're not yeah. looking at each other. And you're not supposed to be communicating during the movie. What yeah. is really good is if you take him to Flappers, in my experience, <laughs> you get a nice live comedy show. So it's like you're watching a show together, but you can still like laugh and make you know jokes and comments to yourselves. In the you back. can heckle the you comic nice and impress dinner, her. And you can eat a dinner, but you're eating the dinner along with the show. You're not just like staring at each other while you chew. And it's it's a nice live thing, so you can like chat about it afterwards. Um, so that's that's my recommendation. This episode brought to you by Flappers in Burbank, California. <laughs> is Flappers in Burbank? Yeah, yeah. Okay. But that is that has been like for real though. If you're in Burbank and you're looking for like a first date idea, or just the Los been, Angeles area. It's just like the highest percentage of success rate of like this was a good show. I enjoyed this. You know, I had food, so I feel good with food in my belly. It was enjoyable. We could, like, laugh and chit-chat and get to know each other a little bit during the show. Um, highly recommended. Yeah, but a movie's good if, like, if your personality sucks <laughs> and you're like, the second I have to talk, it's over. Like, let's go to a movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can just delay it for as long as possible. But that's when you want one of them four-hour movies. I guess, yeah. <laughs> get your money's worth. Uh, not get head for four hours straight have you ever used like a gift card on a date and then like uh, try to pretend yeah. that you're not you know like when you buy the tickets no not at all no. <laughs> you just like you have a gift card what's what's there to be ashamed of it's weird I, like I was never single when I worked at Arclight so I never like because I could have just that would have just been a free date for me oh know? yeah <laughs> that, that would have been a good one yeah, but I mean, like, me and Ariel would go all the time just because, you know, it's something to do and it's free. <clears throat> what else? What else is there to talk about? I mean, I just, I think the idea of, like, a night out is not something that people have gotten to experience in quite a while. And I'm not sure if it's an experience that's going to, like, survive this whole COVID transition slash recovery, whatever. Um, but, like, you know, you can have a night in and watch a movie no denying that you know and that's that's a fine way to spend the night but like you can't have a night out doing that and sometimes you want to go around town sometimes you want to eat at a restaurant sometimes you want to and then being able to see a movie on top of that you know i'd I'd rather go to like a museum or like to some sort of like local thing that's going on i wouldn't want to go to like a theater like a movie yeah um it is a little outdated yeah it like the whole point of like going on a date is to like engage with the person so like you want to go and go somewhere where you can talk 
and like experience yeah. something new together. A movie is like something where you don't talk. <laughs> well, no, that's why that's why I didn't bring up dates, and that's why I said you. Should... But you did bring up dates. No, Rob did. I brought up dates. <laughs> oh, uh, that's yeah. not my argument. That's more like, hey, Andre's in town. You want to hang out with Andre? Yeah, let's go see a movie. And then you yeah. know, you see a movie, you have dinner, you chat about it afterwards. You know, you have this shared experience. You could just stay home and watch a movie too, but like. I mean, shit, you know, you could sit down with someone on Discord and just stream any movie in Discord. You could do that at home, yeah. But if someone's going to be in town for a limited engagement and you actually want to spend some time physically with them and go out and do something, you know, I'm not, again, I'm not advocating for seeing every movie upon release in a theater. I'm saying if you want to have like a, if you want to have the best time that you could possibly have, seeing a movie or spending time with someone being in the real world and going to a theater you know it doesn't have to be an expensive ass theater too it could be it could be one of those like penny theaters or whatever the fuck they're called b theaters or something or double features for for two bucks i'd rather just do that at my place i'd rather have, have you know if someone's in town we watch a movie at my place and then oh what the fuck <laughs> Get food delivered or uh, or go out for dinner at. But there's also like human interaction to it too. Like, I don't need to interact with a bunch of other randoms. Like, fuck the randoms. Oh, I'm sorry. Fuck humanity. You're right. Wait, it's not like it's not like you talk to strangers at the movies. That that fuck society that like keeps everything you know running around us yeah no, that's not the point bro <laughs> like if if like you go to a movie theater and then how many friends have you ever made at after a movie in a movie theater have you ever made a friend in a movie yeah, dude. you have I mean, never made a friend okay here's the thing a you got to be able to like communicate and interact with your fellow man so i don't know what are you we're doing. talking about strangers in a movie theater dude you're not supposed <laughs> to talk to them after the movie you're like yeah man that was a dope movie yeah people, that was great most people just leave well you know uh maybe in your experience you're the fucking weirdo for daniel, talking to strangers yeah, I, in the I, movie I don't think daniel, to... i'm sorry I that i've got 18 charisma and you've you're got like, like hey daniel hey what'd you think about I the movie, movie yeah. hey he really Stranger, what'd you think about the movie? And they're like, uh, hey, security? <laughs> Help. <laughs> yeah, this is all in your experience. Daniel is the kind of person that will, like, sit up and, and like, turn to the people behind him and be like, <laughs> he's a pretty good writer. Yeah. So what'd you guys feel about the symbolism in the second act with the with the pocket watch? <laughs> like, what did yeah, that mean? You're, like, trying to start a book club, or, like, a movie club, like, right after the movie. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like half the time it isn't going to be old people like, what the fuck was that? What was that? Like, <laughs> are you going to get riveting conver- conversation? I don't know, man. You're out with a group of like two or three friends and you're some young 20-somethings, right? And you're going out for this night out seeing this movie. And then what do you know? There's also another group of people over there, you know, and they're a similar demographic and they're also a night out seeing a movie. Yeah. This has How never can, happened. Like, Daniel did yeah, that. This has never, never happened, happened to ever. You. No, no, no. He's you. He's done. He's done it where he sat up and he and I pretended like I didn't know him. <laughs> 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 I'm walking out. 
I'm sorry that human interaction is just so so terrifying. With fucking random, like you. I don't want to talk to these people. That's weird because I wanted to talk to them and they also wanted to talk to me. So no, I think they were being courteous, being polite. You think it's somehow impossible for human beings to want to like communicate with each other after a shared experience? What are, are you the guy that like talks to random people like on the train or on a bus? Damn, you're or at a bus weird, stop. Dude. I mean, on occasion, if they want to converse. Well, how do you know? How do you know? <laughs> because they're like receptive and actively well, engaging with you and not giving you short, curt answers. They could just or, be polite. You know, there's, there's like, there's. Look, my dad is like pretty autistic, right? And like, so he doesn't know how to like socialize or interact. And so I was never raised with any of that, right? So like, that's something that you can teach yourself is like how to interact with other members of society. Sure. So, so do I, that. No. But I don't want no. to. Because those are the people who are like, yeah, Iron Man. Okay. Yeah. All of humanity is awful. There's not a single person on earth who doesn't drool. Uh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> what sure. Yeah. What is it though? Yeah, like you're, you're one of them. 80, 15, <laughs> five, dude. I mean, most people probably drool at some point. I mean, I drool for sure. Yeah. I drool you ever today. wake up and you're like, oh, fuck. I'm yeah, drool. like all the time. Yeah, and it's all well, in your not, beard. Not all the time. I think oh, in the weird. beard. Yeah, it fucking sucks. It's on your beard and it's cold and then it's on the pillow too. So yeah. you gotta flip the pillow. Yeah. If we're talking about drool, I think we're almost done here. <laughs> <laughs> it's been an hour and a half. Holy fuck. I guess this is a long show. Yeah, well, I think, talk about. I think we can, we can clearly... Can say... I think we can clearly say that, you know, you you fucking set me up with this bullshit prompt, and then you, you all took the easy way out, and then you all, yeah, play your little soundboard. Aren't you proud of yourself? Aren't we, aren't we all so happy with how this turned out? Because you guys got the free win, because you're, oh, streaming is the future of movies. No shit streaming is the future of movies, okay? I tried to take a side and debate it earnestly so that we could actually have a show. Old man yells okay. at Cloud. <laughs> yeah, and I'm angry at this goddamn You're putting the boomer in the, in the title. Are, oh, I, what if you have to talk to the person next to you? Oh. <laughs> I'm fucking dying. You're the only one who cares about winning anyway. <laughs> yeah, and that's why I'm going to win. But you but didn't. The well, the audience knows. They look at me, and I'm like Leonidas. I'm just holding back hey, all these email, goddamn Persians. You email know? us at. Well, we don't have an email. We need an email for. You can tweet at one us. Of, one of my friends no, was actually suggesting. They were suggesting we should have like a like viewer interaction. Yeah, and like because, suggestions for episodes. Yeah, so we should get so, a Twitter. Oh, I've been meaning to set up a Discord too. Email. Yeah. I set up First a Twitter thing. and a Facebook. Thirty-year-old boomer. Oh, okay. Well, oh, okay. We, wait, we so we have it. Oh, what's we have the Twitter handle? Well, I yeah. I think it's at thirty-year-old boomer, right? Okay, at thirty-year-old boomer. Send us your DM DM me, suggestions. <laughs> let me check. How do you check what your at is? <laughs> oh yeah, it's no, it's at three boomercast. Apparently, I guess because I never changed it. How do you change it? Three boomer cast? Oh, I guess that's God. just the default, right? Maybe it was already taken. Wait, there's a there's a podcast called Boomer Cast already. Oh, oh wait. Oh God. Wait, they they did a they did an episode on stonks. It's a stonks bosses and gorilla glue. Oh no. Boomer cast number seven. 
So we have a, it's a rivalry It's at three boomer on. casts. One of us has to manage it. I'm not going to do it. I'm already managing another game. I'll man- I mean, I'll manage it. Give me the account. Yeah, I don't do social media. Danny's probably the only Discord. one who actually has social media. Well, I don't have I don't have Twitter anymore, but I I can. You seem like a Twitter guy. You seem like a guy who would have a hot take that you. Well, up I think Twitter. Twitter. I think Twitter is only useful for like this for like uh, business related things. I think it's very useful for that. I don't yeah. think I, I hate like norm like people having a Twitter like just took a dump like I don't care. You know, but for business related things, I think it's it a is tool. good for propagating information. For example, if our all our viewers wanted to like comment or tweet or something and, uh, you know, let us know that they really appreciate me and everything that <laughs> yeah. I've done. Well, tell us and what you thought. I want to hear actually... from anyone that's that's listening, you know, at yeah. three Boomercast on Twitter. Let them know uh, that I am on 30 year old Boomercast so on Facebook. Head. Uh, we'll have a Discord by the next one if you want to play Rocket League with Grayson. Oh, we should get an <laughs> email set up too, because a lot of people, you know, some people. I don't like to use solely social media, like one social media, because a lot of people don't have it. A lot of people probably don't want to make it Twitter just to yeah. interact. But e- email, everyone's got to email. So email, I think, is the number. All one. right, we'll set up an email too. Tune tune back in next week. Thank you for tuning in, it's Daniel. Great Lewis. show, great show, everybody. Thanks for coming on. <laughs> Uh, we've got more coming your way soon. More topics to get mad we have at. To, we have to decide a new episode. This was your weekly uh, podcast that you listen to because you're cool. Yeah, if you're driving, oh then continue to drive safe. And if you're not driving... Oh my god, look out! <laughs> oh, fuck. All right, Just uh, start playing siren noises. <laughs> the most Good night. Good night, everybody. Bye.